Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not worth winning if you can't win! Yeah! Hi there, Kikaters fans! That's Harry Carey here! I just got to talk to you about this new great pitcher, Henry Rowan Gardner. My God, you talk about an art. God can throw a baseball to the moon. Freaking love the moon, Brandon, which reminds me of blue cheese. Makes you think about eating wings at the baseball park with Henry Rowan Gardner. Fresh from his middle school dance, Henry's over here throwing frozen ropes to the catcher, you know. Reminds me of the popsicles I used to get in middle school myself. Love me the ice cream truck, you know. Give me a little Ninja Turtle. But that Henry, he can, he's a youngster, but he sure can, can throw the ball. I imagine Harry Carey was a massive Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Massive. <laughs> with, the, yeah. with the little gumdrop eyeballs on. Yeah. Dude, like, I love the ice cream truck. When I lived in Houston, I would have a stack of quarters on my table because I had my pool in the backyard. And as soon as that music played around the block, <laughs> like, quick sprint to the front yard with a stack of yeah. quarters. Pushing, Dude, but- pushing kids out of line. Oh, absolutely. You know what a real grave injustice was to the ice cream truck world was the discontinuation of the Choco Taco. Like what a they they brought it back recently, though. I think. Oh, did they? Because man, I because I always started out, you know, as all Ninja Turtles, SpongeBob with the bubble gum eyes, but you know, I really switched over to the Choco Tacos in the end. Yeah. Top notch. But anyways, um, that insane Harry Carey intro was to bring us into the movie we're breaking down today, Brandon, which is a classic baseball movie, Rookie of the Year. Amazing. This was, I was telling you offline, this is my movie. I remember, I think I watched this movie more than I watched The Mighty Ducks. It was amazing. I had it on nonstop. And I, I like how you run up uh, straight from his high school dance and your Harry Carey impersonation. Yeah. He does not go to a, a, a middle school dance. He doesn't go to a middle school dance in this movie. But I do love how he goes to school in the during the day and then will 
immediately go to Wrigley Field for the night for the night game. <laughs> yeah, like who 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 what 12-year-old pitcher would not continue to attend middle school at a local Chicago area middle school while being a uh reliever for the Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> It just yeah. goes to show you, too, like, how simpler the times were at the 90s, where, like, you could do this and, like, people would just oh. kind of leave you alone in school, Dude, I, right? I wrote, that down in my, I wrote that down in my notes, how often these kids are left to their own devices. Yes. Just left, left alone. They, they, go to the, they go to the game by themselves. They're out mob, mobbing around some dusty old lake by themselves, you know? I always wondered how that worked in like big cities though, because like coming from such a small town, it was just so normal for me mm-hmm. as a kid. As soon well, as it was- you hit like cognitive function, you were turned loose and you just I like me, we would just ride our bikes all over town, walk. Mm-hmm. We literally played a game at night, which like thinking back like on this label, but we called it German City. And basically we would cut the town into sectors and play hide and go seek after dark, not just in like, but like through certain sectors <laughs> of the town. Yeah. Um, and now looking just, back at the name, I realize so how out there really and, fucking on the nose. It yeah, is like out there, and, out there and franking it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't like thought about us <laughs> playing that and what we called it since we did it as kids and like, wow. That's that's yeah. a that's quite it's yeah. quite the name for middle school kids to yeah. just like yeah let's play some German city and it was just like something we never even thought about so yeah. there you go that's <laughs> that's how it was back in this time though because even I mean I don't know about like inner cities I would imagine inner cities was the same though because I mean the eighties and nineties nobody gave a shit like I like out in the burbs we were mobbing around all by ourselves yeah. but like just like thinking about it from from a today's mindset that was the first thing that popped in my head it's like these kids are just fucking you know, it's a it's a goddamn miracle they're not getting murdered and kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, but like you, especially just... especially when he throws the ball back, and that group of like four or five adults try to pick a fight with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but well, and well, I got I got uh, that as one of my highlights because then his buddy turns to him and he's like, "Yeah, they would have kicked your ass." <laughs> Were was, undersized middle schoolers. That just, yeah, that was like a perfect encapsulation of like, <laughs> um, of just like toxic, like old man masculinity, where he's like, this fucking 12 year old's trying to show me up. Like, yeah. Relax, dude. Oh, he just threw man. the ball. <laughs> you were all <laughs> screaming at him to throw the ball. He threw the ball. <laughs> the, um, so let's just let's dig into the movie Brandon Rookie of the Year. It really is like we we talked about this last time with Sandlot, but like Sandlot uh, Rookie of the Year. What was the Little Big League uh, Mighty Ducks? I'm still not, I'm still not I, sold on Little Big League. That was never that was never in my rotation. I never had the. Oh really? I yeah. I was I was in on Little Big League. I thought it was super fun. It was a, it was an okay movie. It definitely I I really never watched it. Um, growing up, I watched it like once or twice, I think. So I don't have like the connection to it. And like looking back now, like we're we're watching these, it's definitely not as good as Rookie of the Year or Sandlot. Um, it, but it was the it was more, it's like a tier below. 
Yeah, but like the baseball in Little Big League was like so much more like. Oh yeah, that's because they had fucking King Griffey Jr. That's Mm -hmm. well, and that's why I liked it. Like I remember, I think I said it when we broke it down, but like I owned the VHS for that one. Um, So of course that was on steady rotation. But I also loved some Ken Griffey and uh, and the big unit. Randy mm-hmm. Johnson and what was is it, it Buner or Buner yeah, Jay, the ball dude center Jay, field Jay Buner he was Jay outfield Buner. I think he played all the outfield positions but yeah he was okay. the ball guy and then you had uh, uh, Ed, uh Edgar uh, Martinez at, at th- uh, yep third base slash DH yep yep and Ed, um who was their catcher they had a really good catcher too I forget his name I can't remember. But the the, uh, you know, the the 90s Mariners were on point. But yeah, I loved them. Never never won much, but goddamn, if you didn't the if you didn't like they had the Mariners, that they they had that one wild card series like in the first round where they beat the Yankees and it see yeah. it like watching that live and then even even when you look back and you watch the tapes and how everybody reacted, it seemed like they won the World Series. <laughs> but that's what it like that's legitimately what it felt like when they won because they had never won anything. It was the fucking Yankees in the in the nineties. Like I remember watching that and it being it, it felt like they won the World Series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh um as good as Ken Griffey Jr. is, he's no Hito, you know. He does. He's no Hito. That's the 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 big revenge of the nerds looking dude from on the Mets. Oh, his name yeah. his name is Hito. Oh, is that? I didn't even look at his name. I just yeah. I, I didn't recognize him from Revenge of the Nerds. Is he? Well, from, he's not. Uh, he's he's the not, program. Is he's it, not, is it? So I I got this. So I for the longest time up until this watch, and then about halfway through this watch, I thought it was the dude from Revenge of the Nerds. who's also in Bloodsport. Um, which is a great fucking movie with John Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah! Oh come on! That, uh, and movie, that what what's the what's the tournament called? Hold on, sorry. What's the tournament called? Oh, come yeah. Oh god damn, dude! As a, I remember watching that movie for the first time. Like, or, or we were in like fourth grade summer party. Friends, older brother rented us all those cool R-rated movies. The first time we watched that, we were just like. Oh, Sean Claude Van Damme is the fucking most badass person in the world. He could murder anyone. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that movie was so good. Yeah. Uh, the movie's amazing and awesome. And uh, so Do- Donald Gibb is the name of the name of the actor who plays. He's the Revenge of the Nerds guy and the dude from Bloodsport. For the longest time, I thought that was him. I thought he that was the dude who played Hedo up mm. until halfway through this watch, and I was like. Is that him? Am I remembering this right? And I looked it up. It's not him. It's Tom Milanovic is the guy who plays Hedo. Yeah. Um. So not not the same guy. But what else is he in? Is it was I right? Is it the dude? Is he in the program? I think the program is uh, Donald Gibb. I think that's that guy. Let's see. Oh, damn. But I I like Googled it. Uh, like I Googled Donald Gibb and Tom Milanovic. Yeah. Um. And apparently, it, it, it's a very common mistake that people are, that people mix the two of them up. No shit. Okay. Well, God, that's um, just the program. I don't know. Let's see what Do else. You remember? Do you remember that movie though? The program that was a good one. And Tom Milanovic is no longer with us. R.I.P. Oh no, that's this is Andrew B. Biernowski. Okay, yeah, Tom. No, Tom Milanovich was in Groundhog Day, um, as well as Above the Law. Those are the ones that they say I would know him from. 
I he also um, did stunts in Surviving Christmas. I can tell you one. Oh, he was in. Oh, dude, he was in Hardball. That's right. He was in Hardball too with Keanu, where Keanu Keanu basically plays a uh, Gordon Bombay, but for baseball. Dude, and what? Baby Spice uh, gets killed. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. so fucking sad. Not uh, what's it? um, Little, I don't know. But I can't. But anyway, Tom Milanovich is the guy who <laughs> definitely was, you wasn't know. Baby Spice, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tom right, Milanovich, so, not Donald Gibb, which is, uh, I mean, Tom, Tom, he does my favorite part of this entire movie. I love all of his scenes. He fucking crushes it. My, when he's, when he's is, like, uh, when he's Brinkman. grinding the bat and the sawdust comes down, you know what I'm talking about? And then he's, uh, what does he do? He's, um, when, uh, Henry does the, the, what, the underhand toss and he's yeah. like, looking at it and he's sticking his tongue out all crazy he's like licking his tongue all right hold on let's let's a massive massive fucking tongue dude let's the ladies probably love him let's god damn it brandon i hate when you do that (laughs) like you just say stuff that it takes you like two seconds to process the weird thing that you said and i'm like damn it Just like, and then I forget what I was like going to say to like. We haven't even we haven't even started on. the movie yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's all your fault. All right, so I, I do want to talk about these opening credits because it's a it's a it's a great montage yeah. of nine not only nineties fashion but also just base like how could you not be romantic about baseball? I could legitimately watch Field Crews like like get the 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 field ready for hours on end. It is really therapeutic to spend the the day at the ballpark. I have. I, I, oh, I, I gotta. I I bet you there's like a YouTube video where it's like three hours of field crews. I gotta find that. That that's my shit. And and as we are introducing ourselves to the to the crowd and we're seeing the fashion, we get the legend on the color commentary, not Harry Carey, but the one and only. John Candy and real sorry, I'm gonna distract this top John Candy movie. What's your favorite one of all time? Go. Oh god, on the spot stuff. I'm gonna say rookie of the year. Okay, I mean that's that's <laughs> as surprising. What's his what's his what's his name? Um what the fuck is his name in this movie? Is is he's got a sick ass announcer name? Oh my gosh, We're, you're gonna have to IMDb because I, I just I can't help but call him oh, John Mur- Candy Murdoch, Cliff Murdoch. That's what it is. Cliff Murdoch. That is a really name. good announcer. Name. The names, I, the names are so on point in this movie. It's unbelievable. The, whoever whoever like wrote this script and was in charge of names, you killed it. A plus. The, my favorite wrinkle was that the um all the stuff in the box, the press box, was always shorting out and oh, yeah. falling apart and stuff. There's always some so dude bad. in the background carrying like 18 wires. Oh man, I love that. <laughs> like I don't know why, but that just was cracking yeah. me up. The and then he kept time. like not realizing he's on air. Great, great. Band. Uh, yes, yes, that was another really great band. But okay, so. To answer the question for you, because this you said this movie, mine is a very close tie. It's like one A, one B of Cool Runnings and then Uncle Buck. It's it's cool it goes solid. It, it, it they change back and forth. I loved Uncle Buck as a kid, but I also thought that Macaulay Culkin was like peak comedy because we were like the same age. 
Yeah. See, I'm I'm slightly younger than you. I just missed like that wave of like um of of John Candy and definitely I missed the whole Macaulay Culkin wave. By the time I was cognizant, you know, he had already he had already vanished for a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like I like Home Alone. I love, but it's I don't have like I don't have the same you know nostalgic connection that you know your your age group has. Yeah, I mean, I love the freaking. And I, I for sure, I, I was like, I missed the John Candy wave. Um, like I appreciate all of his movies like coming back, but I don't have the, like I never watched them growing up. It was except for Cool Runnings, Cool Runnings, and and Rookie of the Year. Yeah, so. Cool Cool Runnings is is definitely a classic. That's I've been watching like all those movies that like we used to go rent from Hollywood Video on VHS, like Adventures in Babysitting. Heidi yeah. was always oh. making us rent that movie, but it's got, good. It's a lot better speak- than I remembered. It's insane. Like that movie is fucking insane. Yeah. Like everyone go watch Adventures in Babysitting and then just be like, how <laughs> like what? Like yeah. they it, they real quick premise, they they are getting chased by the mob because the the weird pervy friend steals a Playboy while they're getting their car fixed, and the Playboy has enough to get them indicted, enough information about their criminal organization to get them indicted for twenty years. So they are chasing them around the city, putting them in insanely dangerous situations to collect a Playboy. All while the babysitter looks exactly like the centerfold. The 18-year-old babysitter that's still in high school looks exactly like the centerfold, and that's like the ongoing joke of this kid's movie. So anyways, it's it's the most insane shit I've ever seen in a really long time, but God, I have been having so much fun going back and watching the movies that do not translate well anymore. It's been, yeah. it's been, a, it's been a blast. It's, <laughs> it's like the deep I- cuts. Are, are awesome speaking of this this movie holds up i was waiting oh, it holds up so well i was waiting for like a really inappropriate joke that i didn't remember or something like that um and zero other than other than the when they take him to the the club party that gets a little dicey nothing offensive but it's definitely like I, that's when i was like heightened and i was waiting and i was like oh shit something's gonna happen oh, like he's yeah. gonna he's gonna slap some girl's ass or something like that um I- I've actually got it in here. I've got the only time that they pushed the bounds. It was when he was changing in the locker room and they made the music sound like players with big dicks and then him with the little dick like that. Like they well, I mean, that's fully, just, yeah. they fully implied that in the locker yeah. room that I was like, that's, that's just, oh. I circled just, it. I was like, that's our nineties. Like I was, I was doing the same thing as you are. I was like, Oh, yeah. that was our one little nineties red flag that every yeah. one of these movies has. Yeah. Oh, really good stuff. <laughs> but so, it, okay. it, yeah. Other than that, it helps up pretty well. And even that, that was fine. You know, that's just, that's just locker room shenanigans. This is boys being boys. He's, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is getting published, but um, uh, I do want to comment on the 90s fashion quick before we move on from the intro is the Florida Marlins hat and the crown because we talked about this offline, but like every kid because I was this kid and I had a t-shirt that matched it. I think I got it. Oh, at yeah. It was like yeah. a hat. Shirt I have a little picture. Yeah, I have a little picture with with me with this hat. Yeah. And every kid had a florida marlins hat growing up you just did mm-hmm. it was it was it was either that d- depending on who you were like if you had any inclination about baseball you had the the, the teal marlins hat either the all teal I had or black the teal. With teal 
teal with a black brim. Or yeah. if you were like a basketball kid, you had the Charlotte Hornets teal stuff. You, I every, had, everybody had one of the two. One of the two. I had both. I had the Florida <laughs> Marlins hat and I had the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. Boom. There you go. <laughs> dude, I Fucking like going Wayne, Wayne America money bags over here. Dude, no, my parents. That's, we that's actually, starter, that starter jacket's like 110 bucks, man. Dude, we laughed about this when I was back. My parents are the most insane, like they would wait until they would go just like they were just past like peak and then they would go on clearance and everyone had already bought their hornet starter jacket so i just would get mine like eight months after they were cool (laughs) and like really on fire and then i would get it and i'd be like yeah (laughs) you know it it was wayne america like we we were at least five years behind on all the trends anyways (laughs) like there was no internet there was way for it to get here it reminds me (laughs) travel like the you know like the old pony express out to us <laughs> i forget what episode it is but there's a parks and rec um episode where tom's talking about pony and how behind the times they are and he's <laughs> yeah. like they they just got to the 1990s they're just discovering nirvana yeah, it's, it's I, exactly. he's, he's like i don't want to be there when they find out he dies in 1993 <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that's exactly what it was yeah. like but yeah, anyway, the, the, it wasn't always that bad i will say my parents were very like you know kept to themselves so like we weren't fully exposed that, the that. 90s fashion though the yeah the marlins hat um everybody walking around with fucking oversized crew neck sweaters um yeah the, the, the scrunchies at school the scrunchies out and about the scrunchies were status symbols for oh, yeah. girls back in the day too, like in like the decorations. And I remember like Heidi, I, rem- I remember the last time I was ever involved with the purchasing of a Christmas present for my sister was when it I lasted all of like an hour when we got home and there was these really cool scrunchies, but like they had like little plastic bears on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they were, they were super cool. And I was just like, Heidi, Got some fucking dope ass Christmas presents for you coming in hot scrunchies. And my mom was like, never again. And <laughs> and and still to this day, at, at over 30 years later, not even a sniff of can't a, be trusted. No, how could how could I? I was, you know, <laughs> at, if you're gonna let it slip at four, how can they trust you at 37, Brayden? Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> other thing, the other thing when they're doing this montage, um, there's so many good montages of them like opening up the stadium. I think they do like two of them because there's one later on where they do the same kind of montage and they do. There's like a little split second thing of them stocking the gift shop. Yeah. And dude, 90s gift shops were so much better than like mer- merchandise. I think in the in the 90s, merchandise hit like its absolute peak yep. because people realized, Hey, we can make so much money off of this nonsense, but it was right before like all the algorithms kicked in. Like now everything's like, you know, maximized and optimized and fucking like the, the merch signs suck now because it's all about who's going to, they're just creating the most boring thing in the world so that everybody would buy it. Whereas in the nineties, you know, they didn't have all that information. So they just printed anything they fucking wanted, like Tasmanian devils and fucking dude, the Tweety old, Bird wearing a the, fucking Marlins hat and shit like that. Dude, that the the Looney, come on, the Looney Tune crossovers yeah. with the sports teams were fucking awesome. Although now, you, they're, you they're have coming to admit, back, though. I've seen, I've seen quite a bit. That's coming back. 
Nice. Um, oh no, yeah, because I saw some with the Looney, like uh, homage. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. They're, I they're, I, they're real big on that. Shit. They've been doing, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, do they, like a, they do a bunch of cool little crossovers. Yeah, they, and they're partnering a lot more with the team, so that they're getting a lot more specific cool stuff. Um, I do have to call out though, like the city unis for the Rockies this year. You know, I love those. Well, like, they're from they, technically from last year, but yeah. are they the yeah, license they got, plate ones? They're, yeah. They're, yeah, they unveiled them last year. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh well, I'm about yeah, to, stay, I'm not, you got to stay up to date on your jersey, your jersey news here, Heath. Dude, I do not stay up to date on the jersey news, but when I, but you know what I love is a merchandise store. God damn it, I yeah. am like dude. The nineties, the nineties, those stores were so much the best. Remember, like, uh, like the malls in the nineties. Remember the Disney, the Disney store in the mall in the nineties where it had the mountain of stuffed animals. Dude, how could you not remember that? That was always think, a little too rich for our blood. Like I said, we. Oh, I never, I never bought any of those stamped stuffed animals. I just would go and play in the little, the little mountain they had. Yeah, the, I mean the best. Knock, the a, abs- knock a couple scars over. Get the fuck out of here, dude. The absolute best thing that will never ever be replicated that kids will always miss that was absolutely peak 90s shopping was the fucking video games in the store playing Super Mario Brothers, playing Nintendo 64, playing PlayStation and like having like the little like the little games that were just like the the half games kind of like Mm -hmm. it was just that will never be replicated of going shopping with your parents, walking in the mall, and then immediately speed walking to the video game section in Target, and then having your parents go shop for two and a half hours and then come back and collect you at the video game station yeah. in Target. You but can like still, but it was you, like chill. Like I like you would like stranger kid that you had never met before. They'd be like, Oh, hey, do you mind if I get a turn? Because I've been playing for tournaments. Absolutely. Go yeah. play. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? You just rotate out and then you go walk around. And like, if someone like big Mike, just like, Hey, if someone, someone comes and tries to grab you, just start screaming and grab anything you can start hitting them with it. Done. Great advice. I don't think anybody would ever try to steal you though. You were like, you were like eight feet tall. I was, I did not like, I was, and I like, was like awkward looking too. like, it was like, it was not like, like, Oh, look at this handsome little kid. It was like, it's like that was a strangely proportioned that, child. Like, why that, are his is that legs kid from so the Goonies? Long? Yeah. Like, why are his legs so long, and why is his torso so stubby? Like, this is <laughs> this is this little baby giraffe needs it's some stubby. help walking down. Like, it's I literally looked like it, it was just I was a disaster as a kid. That's we let's see. Okay, we aren't right, even wait. We haven't on. even talked about the movie. No, yet. no. Let's dig into the movie because like. They introduced the team with John Candy winning ten bucks off of his uh, off of his buddy because Stedman or maybe it wasn't Stedman. No, it wasn't Stedman. It was the other guy. Yeah, the the dude gets uh, taken yard to kick it off, and that's how we get introduced into the hapless Cubs. First pitch of the season, home run. What a what a fucking what a what a way way to kick to the knee that was. Yeah. Um. And then after we get introduced to the team, we get introduced to the kids. Did you recognize the mom from anywhere? Was she in anything? Her name is Amy Morton. She's in. Uh, she is very recognizable. She's in a whole bunch of stuff. I'm trying to think like what little you. Stuff. Let me go to IMDb. Figure out what you would. Uh, where you would know her from. 
Because we get introduced to the kids. She was, in, uh, okay. she was in Up in the Air. Did you ever see that? What was that about? With um, George Clooney and I think okay. Anna Kendrick. That's it. Right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, she was in an episode of Girls. That, is that, was, that was a great show. Did you ever watch that? No. Wasn't, oh. wasn't my speed. I got sucked into it. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's probably all. Yeah, she's a, she's done a bunch of like uh, small parts in uh, in like so many TV shows. Mm. But I recognize yeah. her for that. Amy, Amy Morton. But we're introduced to Henry, the mother, and Henry's two buddies um, as they're get gearing up to go to Henry's game. Do well, real quick, Clark do you recognize Clark and George? Right? Is, is the, the guys the his buddies' names Clark and yep. George? Clark and George. Do you recognize them? Both of them are in. They're not big names, but they're in like movies that you may recognize, especially the blonde kid. I forget which one he is. I forget what what he's in. Uh, go, go and tell me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's, he's uh, uh, one of the camp counselors, and he's, he's the one well, that he's used the, to be there that did snitches on all their yeah, hiding spots. Yeah, yeah. He's the that's one him. who just he was a he was a, a a camper, and now he's a counselor. He just turned to yes, counselor. He's like, exactly. Yeah. And he was in that he was in that bunk. And then the other kid, do you recognize fucking, fucking snitch, dude? Do you recognize which Hulk Hogan classic? That's a hint. Which Hulk Hogan classic that kid is from? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. No. Mr. Nanny. Oh, oh, that's right. With Hulk Hogan and the dude from uh, Sanford and Son. God, I fucking love Sanford and Son. I forgot how much I used to watch it as a kid. I forgot about that. <laughs> dude, that's my alarm. I get, I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm jamming. Okay. But so we we got Henry Henry and the Henry George and Clark, and we're walking to Little League, right? Yep, we're heading to the Little League game, and they're all roasting him what? because Henry is not good, and she well, yeah, you can, him. You can tell he's not good because you see what he's wearing fucking jeans. He's wearing jeans, and then he, <laughs> he's he's also his and like his uh, little league team is the Pirates, so that's never always spells trouble. The Pirates, have they ever been good? Yeah, um, and then they were they were good around this time too. Yeah, well, oh, because they had young Barry you, Bonds. <clears throat> oh, oh, open up a book once in a while. He's you know, I, some history. I gently followed baseball, Brandon. Leave me alone. It's just if this, you were if you were like a... I didn't know you, but um, that but like, some foreshadowing, Brandon, because the mom tosses up the sunscreen over to Henry, um, yeah. for for the lob play, but he drops it, of course, um, and then and then they go to the game, and poor Henry gets put into right field. In well, place he's of, he's he's benched completely. Yeah, and he's, he's nor- so bad. And he's normally benched. He never plays. They're like, why? His mom, his mom's like, why do you care about this? You always just sit on the bench the entire time. Yeah, and so he, he loves well, baseball. He finally, get to play. It's either me or Windermere. And they're like, they're like, he's no. There's no way they're gonna play Windermere. And then it cut to Windermere is playing, and it's the <laughs> the nerdiest looking kid in the world. He's not wearing jeans though, so he's already, he's got that one up on on Henry. Yeah, but he is having an absolute asthma 
allergy attack. Did you hear the coach yelling at him when he yeah. goes back to the bench? He's like, dude, don't give me that asthma shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Like, don't give me that fucking asthma excuse. The kid's just dying out in the middle yeah. of the outfield. So Henry gets out there and then immediately, boom, crack. But liner hit right out to him. And not only does he trip and fall, but he knocks his hat down over his eyes. Oh, wait, we forgot to say all while our girl, Julie, the cat is in the stands. And that's why we're doing this. Yeah. Julie, the cat. Julie, Julie, the cat plays a schoolmate. She's in the stands with her her scrunchy best friend. Henry's love interest. They're watching the game. And, um, and then the other weird thing that I found is so, so Clark all three of them, Clark, George, and Henry, not athletic in the least bit. Henry's <laughs> at least on the team, though, but Clark and George are the scorekeepers. That's they're, sitting, favorite. they're sitting on top of the scoreboard with chalk right into right the score. Amazing. Just, just yeah. you want to talk about some fucking best friends, Brandon? Oh, like, dude. Your, yeah. your boys... Your boys have your back so much that you never play, but they still want to accompany you and be a part of Do you think they're your getting experience. Paid? Do you Absolutely think they're getting paid to score Of course not. Not even like it's a buck? They, like a buck? No, dude. At, at most, they get a, a pop and some candy from uh, yeah. the concession. Uh, like, you uh, know? And, and a game treat. Yeah. Yeah. Like end a, end a game, go grab yourself a pop, grab yourself a candy bar, move on. You know, maybe a hot dog if there's some leftovers, or they're gonna throw out the popcorn. Or is it gonna be you know? ice? Or is it gonna be ice cold hot dog, probably. Well, oh Jesus, Brandon, <laughs> did did you try to trigger me? Let me let me just tell you something here, real quick, listeners. I love going to some games and some and some and doing live events and I'm all in on the Rockies, even though they're terrible. Like I actually love that they're terrible because the tickets are so cheap. It's like, hell yeah, keep being terrible. That way I can go for cheap and have stuff to do. But for the love of God, I got a goddamn hot pocket of a hot dog. When I went to that game, I'm hungry, got the munchies. And then I bite into my hot dog. That is hot on the outside and stone fucking cold on the inside. Yours was hot on my yours was hot on the outside. Mine yeah, was that's what I'm saying. It's a hot pocket. Mine was straight cold. Just cold. All the way. Yeah. Dude, those dude, fucking Rockies, Rocky dogs do do better. Yeah. And and well, I had to send back my chili dog because he, he he literally gave me like he was trying to hand me this container that was just fucking soup. And I looked at it and I looked at him, I was like. I'm not touching that. I'm not taking that. I'm not getting fucking scalding hot nacho cheese all over my goddamn hand, dude. Like, what is wrong with you? At least it would have been hot. Jesus, dude, but this fucking soup, I wouldn't have been able to pick it up. There was no way (laughs) to actually grab the bun. It was just goddamn soup. Oh, dude. It's just Rocky's concessions do better because... That you was know, the being, that was the most disappointed I've ever been with a concession stand, and that's, that's saying that's saying a lot. Yeah, and <laughs> I used to work in single A baseball. At least our fucking hot dogs were warm every time. Even the next day, they were still a little bit warm. Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude, that shit. Oh, that shit piss. You paid fucking ten dollars for a hot dog, and it, it oh, tastes it? Like, it a like fucking hot pocket. It's like six fifty. I think. Oh, okay, so, that's oh. that's actually reasonable, and that's. 
Uh, reasonable, not according to this movie. Remember the scene later on where oh, the, yeah, the owners? Thin- oh my god, three freaks out for a hot dog. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, bud! You should saddle up now. You pay twenty dollars yeah. for a fucking beer. Dude, I'm Although, telling you, I, that's the the thing I miss most about Atlanta uh, sports yeah. is the the Mercedes, the new football stadium they built. The, yeah. um, the owner, whenever they built it, I think it was part of them getting public funds, but they they had like a concession initiative to yeah. where their concession stands prices are like dirt cheap. Like you can get a hot dog. I think the hot dog was like two bucks. Dude, you will sell 10 times more. Oh, I, every, I, I would buy 10 hot. I, every time I went there, I bought like 10 hot dogs just myself. So yeah, I got, well, you know, it's yeah. either $20 for one hot dog or $20 for 10 hot dogs. Oh, here we go. I'm all 10 brother. <laughs> even the Dude, beer, even the beer was like super cheap. I think it was like four bucks for a beer. Yeah. Well, not super cheap, but still, you know, it was like, that that stadium they had it they they know what they're doing there they had it they had it down right let's and, and it's just even, and it's just fucking gorgeous too this is this is how bad the fucking rockies dog experience was brandon the savannah bananas and when you buy a ticket there you get a part of your ticket is like there's a section of like an assembly line of free concession food like uh, bottomless like a fucking buffet of hot dogs, hamburgers, and like the little Cisco I don't know if I would, rest sandwiches. I don't know if I'd want to go through a buffet in a baseball stadium, though. But like, dude, it's basically the same as Rocky Dog. Like, you just had, like, I had yeah, you two hot dogs, these, two imagine, hamburgers, and a chicken sandwich. Like, it was, and you get fries well, no, and chips. But like, I, those, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about grubby little hands touching everything. No, no, they're wrapped in tinfoil. Like, yeah. they're all wrapped think, up. So you just assemble it. You think that's going to stop a little four year old? Opening it, it up, getting his hand, getting his hands all in it, and then his mom goes, "No, no, 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 put that back." Wraps it up and then puts it back in. That never happened, but you know what? Yeah, happen? I, I, guarantee, I, I guarantee you that happens eight million times a day. I I, I see that should happen at the fucking at the fucking Target every day. <laughs> I I licked at least four of them, but no. <laughs> what I was trying to say was that all of those buffet fucking hot dogs sitting in tin foil in the warmer were all hotter. And then the I, goddamn Rocky dog. I honestly don't know how they got it that cold. I don't like they, they, they that was some, that was, like that took flash, a concerted effort to get like, it that cold. Like flash boiled them or something. Let's just flash boil these. They won't fucking know. They're, they're, yeah, it, they came prepackaged. They're already cooked, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> I hope the rock. It, it, make sure to cut this on TikTok and <laughs> tag the Rockies tag in it. Yeah. Let's get some fucking free tickets, man. Because I'm in. <laughs> I'm all in on the Rockies. I just want warmer hot dogs, man. And that's not yeah. too much to ask because I want a hot hot dog with my tall, ice cold Rocky Mountain water. That's fucking yeah. baseball, brother. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, let's get back. We still have not talked right, about we, this movie all right, at all. Right, all right, all right. so. <laughs> So let's let's dig in. Basically, um, we get Henry. Be, he he throws the ball the wrong way after yeah. the game. Yeah, and yeah. then like like you said, he knocks. He misses the 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 pop up. He knocks his hat down so he can't yeah. see. So it takes him thirty minutes to find the ball. Yeah. Then he finds the ball and does not proceed to fix his hat, so he nope. can't see where he's throwing, and he ends Just up chucking it. Spins um, and throws it the wrong way, and yep. his buddies are like, out, "Is that even out. legal?" Which I mean, yeah, it's not illegal. Ground rule double, right? 
Well, it wouldn't be. It would depend. It would depend on where the runner was at the moment because he, he would get a next advance. A, a free advance. Yeah, yeah. Everybody advanced. Because anyways, long story how, how short, long, how long it took him to find the ball? I, that, that kid's already at second base. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it, it really set up Henry as a disaster because we oh, go to just a bu- a buffoon. Yeah, and they go to school the next day, and everybody's. I can't get over the jeans, dude. Him. The fucking jeans. <laughs> they at least, um, at least throw sweatpants on or something, you know? Like yeah, jeans. But they get to school, Brandon, because this is the key point right here. You know, he's trying to impress Julie the cat. And the kid is like, hey, Rowan Gartner, go long. Oh, you're missing? Walking. What did I miss? Because he goes back to the school after. I think, yeah, yeah. He goes back to the school. You're missing my favorite part, though, is, is when they're at the cafeteria. Um, and Clark and George are like trying to hype him up about Julie. Oh, the to cat. go talk to Julie. The yeah. Cat. And they're yeah. like, go talk to him. Go talk to him. And Henry goes, what the heck would I even talk about? And Clark chimes in with talk about the boat. Oh yeah! Talk That's... about our talk about our sick ass boat, dude. Yeah, which is uh, like great great advice. Whenever you need something to talk about with the ladies, talk about bring up a boat. Yeah, if ladies you have love a boats. boat. That's a that's a that's a home run, right? Oh there. yeah, that's a that's a that's a done deal. <laughs> but I wrote that um, down. And I was like, well, so and then there's another line down that I see it. Um, there's another great one liner that George has um, because. Uh, I forget how it comes up, but oh, it's because Julie the cat, Julie's friend. No, Julie the cat's drinking milk, right? And, and George goes, he goes, he turns to Henry and he goes, "Milk's done that body good." <laughs> That's right. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure in the same scene, George called this. This is this is okay. This is why I was I got a little bit worried. Is this this line when he says milk does the body good? And then he calls, uh, uh, he refers to Julie the cat as stacked. <laughs> yes, yes. It was when, at, when, at that point, I was like, okay, we might be in for an inappropriate scene here. Yeah. We're, we're we are inching, we are inching real close. But that cafeteria scene was great, though. Talk about the boat. <laughs> fucking cracked me up, dude. <laughs> and we get to meet, what's her, what's her name? What's Tiffany? Clark? No, it's not Tiffany, but Clark's girl. You know, you know I, who I'm talking I can't, about? Yeah, I can't remember. I took my note. Well, she's, she's just like a basically. she's just like a girl version of Clark. Fucking it. They were adorable together. Cutest couple. Yeah. Yeah. That was um that was absolutely spectacular. But then we get oh, him. she 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 has a great line too when when uh Henry's uh Henry's like, I don't think she even likes me. Like she doesn't even know I exist. And Clark's girl is like, I heard from somebody who heard from somebody who heard from somebody that says she thinks you're not ugly or yeah. something like that. <laughs> That's dude. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyways, after we get done eating, it's always recess, right? Before we get back to class and we've Man, got I, the baseball I team. It. I miss recess, dude. And Sam. But, that was the uh, best. Brandon, Struct- you- structured outdoor time? You're... You're really taking us off the rails. We got me. We got. You spent. Get, you spent 80 minutes on a hot dog. Okay. Well, <laughs> just go. go ahead. We're we're recess. Me spitting, me spitting venom towards the Rockies <laughs> is different <laughs> because yeah. I love them, but it's it's feedback. It's constructive criticism. You know. So, anyways, okay. we're outside. We're going to recess. Henry's like, dude. I got to make up for the shenanigans from yesterday. I'm going to catch this pop fly ball. From- well, because the it's 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 
the dude who's on his team. Yeah. He's um, razzing him. Yeah, he's being a fucking dick and being a bully. And he's like, oh, Henry fucking sucks. Yeah. Which he did. Like, yeah. that's like, you know, like this is, yeah. and then he, and then I'm he, not trying to justify bullying Brandon, but this is why kids are so fucking weak now because like he sucks and like that throwing into the over the fence the wrong way that cannot go un unpunished. You know what oh, I mean? Like yeah. he needs to, he needs to make sure that it's like, Hey dude, either quit or just like go fucking hide in a hole. Cause you suck. But anyways, <laughs> but so, so the, the, in, in bullying Henry, the kid is trying to get one up on him again. And he's got, of course he's got a baseball bat at school, just carrying around a baseball bat. Yeah. The nineties dude. Yeah. Just- and the pop fly ball, Henry goes for it, but there's a baseball in the middle of the outfield. He slips he goes flying up in the air. He comes down this, on the arm, and that, what the a whole, break, dude! The, the scene, the first of all, this movie is the absolute like a plus, top notch, crowning achievement in cinematic history for slow motion. That <laughs> the slow amount of motion times, arm break was amazing. Dude, the amount of times they do slow mo in this movie, and it, it's perfect every single time. It's amazing. Yeah. The slow motion arm break, and then after he, the part that I like is the montage post arm break with his arm stuck up and like all the different <laughs> ways that like people interact with them from like the class with their hands up to everyone just being like hi yeah. henry yeah. <laughs> the baseball the baseball team's making fun of him yeah. oh my gosh i i i loved everything about that, that really quick montage of yeah. him having the cast up and then this is one of my favorite parts of the movie as a kid when the cast comes off because this this is where we got a catchphrase from my <laughs> early childhood, where we're at the doctors and we've got tendons that have fused with the humerus. This made, no, this made no sense at all. Granted, I'm it not didn't. a doc- I'm not a doctor. He's it didn't make sense. I've gone but- on I've gone on record on this podcast. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, none this- of this none of this made any sense. But those tendons are locked and loaded, and we hear as he's testing it as it starts to creak back. The, and the, then the sound effects are top notch too. The the creak <laughs> back, and then he whips it forward, and he smashes that doctor's nose. And what do we get, Brandon? We get the quote of the movie: "Funky butt loving." <laughs> Imagine they funky butt loving. (laughs) Imagine being like a a a pediatrician or you know a doctor that works primarily with kids and trying to yeah trying to find a a a suitable explanation. It'd be rough. Oh, and my favorite part, and you can tell he because he said that he said that that was like an immediate reaction. That dude has said that before. That's his catchphrase. Funky butt loving. And my favorite part is the mom is just like, we're so sorry. And they all just like bolt out. He's like, just go, go away. And then he's like, wait, shit, I have to do my job. I will see you in three weeks. (laughs) Oh, I love that was that was amazing. And then what do we get in celebration, Brandon? We get some Cubs tickets for Henry Henry and the boys. Do you remember the scene? Do you remember the scene where she gives them the tickets? Yes, they're running the wrong way down the escalator and they're running down the up escalator. Just like the 90s, man. Like, what are those kids? They would never put that in a movie now because they would have to put like six warnings. (laughs) Please do not try this at home. (laughs) You're all idiots. And then they go to the game. All by themselves. All by themselves. Day game in Chicago. (laughs) Taking the bus. 
yeah. by themselves in downtown Chicago. No big deal. Definitely could do that shit now. Like it's way too dangerous there. Well, um, I mean, it's 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 Wrigley Field. It's north north side. It's not not that rough. Not they'd, terrible. They'd be fine. Um, but. We, as we get to the Cubs game, we figure out that they are going to have to forfeit the franchise if they don't sell out all the games. That you know, that, like that that line they, A didn't it, make any sense, and then because they never went back to it. I say they never came back to it. I feel like they and, that, and yeah, they, they didn't need that line, line there. They they just yeah. needed the 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 tuggle or the the tussle like between. Just, the old man and the the son-in-law, or was it son? I forget how they were related. Something like nephew, son-in-law, something uh, ne- like I think that. it was. I, I think, think it was nephew. nephew. I think you're right. And and like and they just. By, by the way, the the dude who plays the nephew is uh, is Dan uh, Hadea, and he's in so many so much stuff. I'm a billion things. Did you but, recognize the, the owner? Home, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Home Alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Home Alone yeah. too. Well, what's anyway. his name? I forget, but dude, but, but Dan, uh, Dan, toy store owner from Home Alone too. Yeah, anytime, anytime, one hundred percent of the time that Dan Hedaya is in a movie, he's a bad guy. He's always a bad guy. Yeah. So yeah. anytime you see him pop up in a movie, sus- your suspicious alerts should be going off. How's yeah. this guy gonna fuck it up? <laughs> um, and but what we get when we after we get introduced to our front office, Brandon, is we get introduced to Henry's uh, encouragement of Stedman. We got fucking Stedman on the mound, boys, and we need him to throw the cheese, throw him the high stinky Limburger. And then I they're love all that. chanting, rock it, rock it. <laughs> and it's so empty in the stands. See, the best part, they're in center field. He yeah. Sedman's on the pitching mound. And the the there's so few people at the stadium that he can hear them perfectly clear. It's it, it's just it's amazing, amazing stuff. And then what happens? Boom. Just Homer to the outfield, and we get oh. Brandon's boys. Uh, out there drinking beer in the middle of the day and just you know they throw it back throw it back and he can't even get it over the outfield wall embarrassing what a Very disaster just, if people if you're ever in that situation where you're in the outfield and you're gonna throw it back hey i don't think they even let you do that anymore no um but the key to that scenario is to where you're trying not to look as least if, if you if you don't have any throwing ability and you're trying to look the least stupid, you sky that shit. Throw it as yep. high as you can. Yep. That way it'll go, it'll arc over. Yeah. He 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 did like a line drive, which was a that was ter- That's terrible. Always, it's uh yeah. Anyways, um, but then what happens right after that disaster? Our boy Stedman gives up back to backs. That's a That's rough nice. look for mm-hmm. for him. He was he was struggling with the have tos right there, you know. Yeah, and this time is it George that gets it? Blanken, I keep yeah yeah him yeah. In. George George runs runs it down, and, and then, then he he, he freaks he out. He's it like back. Yeah, like, he wait, this is on cable television. The WGN, motherfucker. Yeah, like, that's yeah. that shit's that's hey, that's nationwide. I used to watch that shit in Colorado, dude. That's same in Nebraska. Like yeah. that's how all the Bulls games, every Bulls game. Yeah, yeah. that's like, why there's that yeah. Just, yeah, that's why that's the why Jordan Bulls were so popular, right? Like, not only did they have the greatest player ever, but like it was very very easy to watch them. Yeah, same with the Cubs. The Cubs, yep. like Midwest domination, is all because of that. Yep. Even the, the Braves, TBS, Braves on TBS. Yeah, that's how. That's how I. Because I'm a Braves fan, and that's why. That's the only reason why is because they were on TBS all the time. Yeah, watching Chipper Jones, Greg Maddox. 
Oof, those are great. Te- I, I, uh, Chipper, come on, dude. I love dude, Chipper. Chipper's the fucking best. Uh, but uh, after that homer, George stops, hands it to Henry, the athlete so I, of the group. <laughs> so I, so he was just to confirm. George was scared because to to look bad throwing it right. Yeah, it's, and then okay. Clark was, I, I was like, was "I'm like, not fucking doing it." Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, Clark says Clark specifically doesn't do it because he's he can't throw it. He's like, I don't want to look like what he. What does he say? I don't want to look like I a loser. He says something where I don't want to. I don't want to look like, a loser. Um, George, I was a little confused on if he was like, oh shit, I don't want to be on TV because like, like, I'm, I supposed can't to, I'm supposed to be at school or no. if it was, it was just because he didn't want to throw it terribly. Okay. Yeah. He was like, I can't do this. Gotcha. Um, and then Henry's and then, like, dude, fuck it. I'll I just, two days ago, or actually not two days ago, it would have been because there's a big time jump. We're in August now after he got his cast off. But so four months ago, he fucking rocketed that shit all the way over one fence in a little league game. Yeah. Dude, he can I throw mean, the ball. He knows he can throw it. Yeah. yeah. But this time we hear that arm come back and creak, rips a frozen rope to the catcher and almost throws the runner out. Well, no, see, I had I had an issue with that. I had an issue with that. He throws it all the way back to the catcher. And then the catcher, tries, <laughs> the catcher tries to tag the, because it's right as the dude who hit the home runs get into home plate. Yeah. He tries to tag him out. Like that wouldn't, that it's, it's, it's already a dead ball. It's, it's, it's been home run. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then we get back to uh, what's his face. He's like, get me that kid <laughs> or give me that person. Cause he doesn't realize it's a kid. But yeah. then that's when the, the old dudes uh, are like, well, are you trying to show me up you old whippersnapper? And then they start chasing them and the kids take off. And so they're trying to find it. And that's where the guy's like, Hey man, it is not um, a dude. It is a small it is a, child. It is a 12 year old little boy. Yeah. And he's like, whatever, Trevor, even better. Let's get that pup out here yeah. and, you know, dollar signs. Woo. Dollar it up. So I looked into this because um, I was like 12 years old, Major League Baseball. He says, wait, hold on. He says, Durkin, bring me that arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so 12 years old, Major League Baseball. I was looking it up um, to see if there was some kind of. Now, granted, I didn't look up 1993 rules. Which I imagine there probably wasn't. I I imagine in 1993, a 12 year old could have played major yeah. league baseball, yeah. like within the rules speaking. Yeah. You know, obviously talent wise, it's not going to work out. But I looked into it. So as of right now, uh, with our current the current rule book as it's stated, if you are, if you have participated in in uh like an american high school baseball team or like a travel team of the same like a like a it's not aau ball for baseball but you know i forget what they call it but that higher echelon if you competed in a for a high school or those upper echelon travel teams you are not allowed to um enter the mlb draft Mm. until you're until you graduated you have to have graduated um so i mean if you graduate by 12 you're in you're good but um so it's like 17 is like the age pretty much the age gap because you have, you have to have graduated high school if you're an international player that has never played for any of uh, the american stuff like the the high school or a travel ball if you're strictly an international person you can be signed at 16 interesting interesting 
So the age, but, but again, that's that's today's rules. I don't know about ninety. I feel like ninety three was probably the Wild West, and they would have let anything go. Yeah, I'm. This is I'm, this is a year before the strike. Yeah. You know, so we're we're talking real wild, wild, wild west. Yeah, here. we need some we need some cash coming in because they don't just sign him out right though, Brandon. They they get him in for a tryout. Because during the tryout, that's where they're like, look at this golden goose. And he's hitting 101, 103, which is like today, a lot of pitchers hit. No, they don't. They don't? No. You no. break 100, that's special. Nice. Well, that's what he's doing. Golden Especially goose, baby. Like, this isn't a Luis thing where, you know, he's fast for his age. Like, he's throwing <laughs> 101, 103 yeah. This is like legit. Like you, you break a hundred. One hundred three. Yeah. If you're breaking a hundred at twelve, at twelve, yeah. Well, or if you're breaking a hundred at, at you know twenty one, that's special. Um, especially if you can do it consistently. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get introduced to not to Jack, but introduced to Jack as he is going to be Henry's manager oh, that's, and get that's that true. We missed. We missed the day percent I, I, cut. We so forgot I, the awkward while, date where. While, while we're here, I want to touch on Jack because I have a, yeah, I have a Jack. Free. Jack is, and then, and then we'll try and like rip through the. Now that he's signed, now that he's on the Cubs, we'll, we'll try and rip yeah, through this through because season. it's been an hour, Brandon. This is too long. <laughs> but Jack, Jack's a goddamn fucking maniac. Okay, he's yeah. a, a the shirts. The shirts he's wearing are fantastic. They're like, but they're like, they're like ugly sweater designs, but on button-up t-shirts, like dress t-shirts. Fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. the dude for that awkward date, the dude doesn't knock. He does. He dude just fucking barges right in to the house. Yeah. And she said, st- well, was it a third date? Is that what she said? I think she says it's like a third date, right? Something like that. He was, but just, just bar- a- barging it, dude. I, I don't care if I'm, I, if we've been dating for like a year and a half, if I come to your house, I'm knocking on the door. I'm not just fucking barging in. You always like, even, even like like I, so I think about like like going to over to like Phil's who is like going to my buddy's house back yeah. in Wayne. I still knock on the door as I'm like I knock on the door and then I walk in. Oh, see, boop, I don't boop, boop. I don't walk in at all. I'm a I'm a knock and I'll wait unless you yeah. got, unless you unless you text me like come on in. If you text me come on in, then I'm I'm good. But I like if I show up, um without that like come on in confirmation i'm knocking or i'm ringing the doorbell and i'm staying put till you open the door because i that's just such a well you always text. Bar- you, you don't just barge in you text before and it's like hey i'm coming over it's like yeah cool and then you just give them a little courtesy knock as you walk in because it's like cool i'll be there in five no in, unless you specifically tell me to come on in i'm i'm not i'm not coming in until you open the door that's, that's, I don't that's, think that's, that's, that's barbarian behavior is what that is. <laughs> I think back in my childhood and I'm not sure if my friends ever even thought about, you know, like, you know, announcing themselves at point of entry. Like it was just in turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> like people just came in constantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, like, get a, maybe get a call on the landline. Like we're on our way. <laughs> sometimes they would actually like i didn't even realize people were over at my house like i'd just be downstairs playing playstation and like i there'd be like five people up just chit-chatting with my parents and then they'd come down they'd be like oh hey i'm like oh hey did you just get here i'm like no we've been here for like 30 minutes we're just chatting with big mike and 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 mama d but anyways all right let's rip through this because he wait wait no i got so i have sorry oh jack go off on jack Jack. besides besides him just fucking walking in did you see his car sorry 
Yeah, I, was, I have. I have. Oh, okay. Look, look at his fucking bullshit car in my notes. Yeah, it's um, too his, small for him because he just wanted a fucking convertible for status, and he the, doesn't know when, how to drive it either. When he when doesn't the co- put it in park. When the coach gets there to pick up Henry for the tryout, and he pulls up the Jack pulls up late in his fucking bullshit car, and he falls out of the yes, car. amazing because he's too yeah. big for him. Yeah, it's no, it's too small for him. And that's um, like, yeah, he is too big yeah. for the car. Yeah, and then there's a. Uh, the, uh, the awkward day after he bargains in, he gives her a necklace, and then he go he like goes for the weird awkward neck kiss, and she backs away. Oh, oh it's terrible. It's weird. Um, in front of Henry too. Awkward. Oh yeah. So and then there's there's a uh, later on once um I think once he's signed um and he's talking to the mom and they're like eating chips and he's holding a chip and he goes cheers with a with a chip he says cheers with a chip. What the fuck is that about? Have you never cheers to nacho? Dude, you've never you've never eaten nachos. Truly Who cheers? nachos, brother. Between your cheersing with chips and walking in on people, Heath, <laughs> you're, you're 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 turning into a real jack. You know, it's not walking in, Brandon. Like you, like if because right, my friends did the same thing. Like Ryan's like Heath, I'm coming to pick you up in ten minutes, but like. If I don't walk out, like he'll walk in and just to come chit chat with my parents, you know, he doesn't <laughs> knock, he just knock. <laughs> oh, Ryan will just come in. That's, that's, a, uh, that's, a, that's what I'm trying I'm to saying. say. Like people don't <laughs> knock at my parents' house. Like my friends have, even to this day, even though we have not lived there in 20 years, <laughs> my parents, my friends still do not knock at my parents' house. They just come in. <laughs> Unbelievable. If I was Mama D, I'd be slapping people. Are you kidding me? She fucking li- like every day that goes by that like I have left home and there's not a constant. Does she not lock the? In. Does she not lock the door? Not Do during the day. Lock- oh my god! Not during the day. It's wait. Not it's if exactly, you're home. It's exactly how fucking horror movies start. Always, oh, man. Always lock your fucking door. All right, Brandon, can we move on? Let's start talking about Henry is on the Cubs. Let's get in this because we got, haven't even talked I got, about. I got Rick two. Yet. I got right, two. Keep ja- talking about Jack. Sorry, I got two Jack lines before we go, and yes, both of them are at the at the end when he's getting fired and it's, it's blowing up. So skipping yeah. ahead, but the lines are the uh, fucking. Henry goes, "You're not my real dad," and he responds with the greatest fucking response. For that thing I've ever heard, he goes, "Your mother probably doesn't even know who your father is." Yeah, which is like a ama- like what a fu- like to a twelve year old, what a fucking ballsy fucking shot. To, not yeah. only to a twelve year old, to a twelve year old that's paying your fucking rent, bro. <laughs> and then he goes, "Put him in line." And then she, uh, his mom comes down and starts beating the shit out of him. And he's he's I forget exactly what he says, but he screams something along the lines of. Of I did all this work for Henry. He's half mine. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I own him. <laughs> oh, okay. that's good. Dude, Jack, Jack's Jack a goddamn real, But that's how it turns into, right? Like, that's like Macaulay Culkin's parents did the exact same shit. Yeah. That's yeah, why all those Hollywood kids, you know, they yeah. end up, you know, going independent. Fuck it, Jack, dude. He, Jack was a goddamn menace. All right, so we get to Henry. He's on the Cubs, and I like this fun wrinkle. Did you notice, like, when he very first goes to the arena and knocks on the door? That's a nod to the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I thought, yeah, yeah, I, I thought I, that I love, was fun. I love that scene. That's yeah. that's amazing. And then we, we haven't we haven't mentioned Gary Busey plays yes. fucking Stedman. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Gary Busey in his prime Dude. though, like with the stash. Is, yeah. That's Dude. my favorite Gary Busey role will forever and always be Black Sheep. That's, oh no, dude the the best Gary Busey role is Point Break. Well, back Utah, in. give me two. <laughs> that's Black Sheep. Come on, man. That's, Black Sheep saw it to you. I Point Breaks. Point Breaks my like number one movie of all time though. I fucking love Point Break. Uh, um, um, but yeah, Gary Prime Gary Busey. This is before. I mean, he was always crazy, but this is before he really starts showing it. Yeah, um, yeah, and and and, and the, he he crushes this role too, dude. He Plays does it amazing. And we also get introduced to the first baseman, aka the janitor from Scrubs, <laughs> one of the best sitcoms ever. That's my wanna, number one favorite TV show of all time. Scrubs. Oh, I, I know. I brought it up when we was when we were talking about. Um, Cliff Murdoch, but the the names uh, in this in this, especially the baseball player names. I mean Henry Rowan Gardner, great fucking name. Especially and the coach always getting his name wrong is amazing well, he, he, too. Until until the end, and yeah. Then he finally and, gets then, it and he's like, "What did he call?" Me? That was an amazing <laughs> game. But no, he has this some, movie is so good. Like it really is. Yeah. Like it's but the, he has so many good uh, uh, names for, <laughs> for instead of Rowan Gardner for calling Henry. But then you have um, so Cliff Murdoch's great is a great name. One of the the Cubs, I don't, I forget if it's the first baseman or not. Uh, but one of the Cubs' names is Billy Frick, which is a great, yeah. great fucking name. And you got uh, Chet, Chet Stedman, the Rocket, Phil Brickma, which is the the pitching coach guy. Yeah, and Stan then Oki, uh, isn't that the first baseman? Is that his? Is his? That's, uh, his is that the actor name? name? No, Stan that's Oki. yeah. I okay. think that's his baseball name. That's a great name too, Stan Oki. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was sorry. I wonder who Billy Frick is. I just, I, it's, it was. Uh, they were calling out the lineup, and they were like yeah. Billy Frick, and I was like, that's a great goddamn name. Yeah. And then the the Revenge of the Nerds dude's name Hedo, which is a great fucking, especially for a villain, great villain name. But the name's top notch, top notch, dude. Uh, this and um and this is where we get introduced to Phil Brickma, the pitching coach. Um, and my favorite is we get introduced to him putting in the biggest fucking thing of chaw, like this. Yeah. Oh my god, just has them and is choking on eating sunflower seeds with like the his like I don't even know how to describe how big <laughs> that clump of chaw is in the yeah. side of his, and like that is just going back to the nineties too, because like Sandlot, right? Like when they yeah. the. the the big jaw and like dude, never done a lipper and now it now it's like now it's pansies the way they do it it's just zinners uh, right yeah, like they little, just yeah little, little zin pouches, pouches bunch of fucking, little, little fucking gen z pussies yeah a little little zin dynasty for those little gen zinners i went to um, a i went to a <laughs> i went to um um like a family graduation uh like my 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 second cousin i don't know what they're there's a family graduation party the other day and my uncle uh, he was a big uh he, he used to do chew all the time uh but he's a he was like a he's like a mechanic he's a big burly like man's man and he was doing fucking zinners at the at the table and fucking cracked me up yeah like just fucking that's what, that's what the kids are doing man that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um 
All right. So after, uh, and then after we get changed um, with that, because this is after we get introduced to Brickman, that's when it's like the music of the changing scene and he waits for everyone to leave because he's like, I don't want to do this in front of grown men. Um, And then we get. He's a grower, not a shower. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then then we get um, Brickma on the, on the bench yelling to give him the high stinky cheddar um but well, we clean got, his nose i think that's yeah, later clean, on but that's a great clean, one too clean or, his nose or he goes uh my favorite is when he's like screaming and he goes yeah. let the big dog eat yeah that, that comes <laughs> that comes later brandon quit quit jumping ahead um the one-liners that, are too good not to mention right away though they're, fucking, uh, they're so good but we get just wait we till get, we get to Hito. Hito's got the best one-liners, dude. Well, it's coming up here in a second because we get um we get uh Stedman gets the hook and mm-hmm. Brickma is starting to do the signal, but then a bug comes in and he starts to like fight with the bug with his hat. And uh Henry's like, What's what's that mean? He's like, You're going in, kid. <laughs> so I always thought oh, I thought really good stuff. I, I think that I don't think there was a bug. I think that was just that was the signal. Oh, that was later. the signal. Oh, it looked like the bug to me. Oh, it's really good stuff. I I could you could, could with Brickma you could convince me either way. Either that was yeah. the actual sign or there was a bug. Either one was is a hundred percent believable. Oh, the crowd <laughs> the crowd's chanting Henry Henry Henry, and this is where your boy comes up. He and he absolutely smashes Dude. a home run, and he says. I eat fastballs for breakfast. Is this the one? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, this is the one this where, is he, where he's. He, well, yeah, this is where he comes up to the plate and he, he's right before the first pitch. He's like staring. He's like screaming at Henry and he's like, where's your mama? This one's for mama. And then he uh, he smacked. Yeah, he smacks the home run. And he as he's leaving the batter's box, he goes. Read them and weep, kid. And then he <laughs> and, starts doing the crying noise. Oh the my god! So as like after that. he rounds first, he's like, "Whoa, crying to your mommy! It's your mommy!" <laughs> uh, and that's a, as he crosses home home plate. He's like, "I eat fastballs for breakfast, kid." Yeah, <laughs> classic stuff. Dude, um, he does. He does the fucking man. Speaking so speaking to names. It, what do you? How do you feel about? When I, when I eventually have a child, how do you feel about the name Hito Rambo Axelson? Sounds like a mouthful, but I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. it I'll, I'll end. But anyway, so we end up, Henry actually ends up sa- getting the save because he gets a wild pitch and a hit by pitch, but they throw the dude out at third for the final out of the game. And mm-hmm. I forget how they do the other one. And so... I think he got a, did, did he gets, get a did he get a double play? I think he got a double play. That, that maybe that's there? maybe that was it. There, there, it was, there's there's one where he like throws it and uh, the dude hits it and he like freaks out, but it's just like a ground ball to. That's later. I oh, got okay. that coming up. That's later. But that's where um uh they beat the Mets and this is where we get post game we get Brickma with the best advice to Henry in the post game. Are you ready for it, Brandon? Let's hear it. It says. The key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's, readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. You see, after the game, a lot of guys like to ice their arm. Still, other fellas think that heat is the way to go. But I've discovered the secret, Henry. Hot ice. Hot ice. I heat up the ice cubes. It's the best of both worlds. 
so so there's, good. There's there's nothing bad about that 10 seconds of <laughs> it's there's, so good. He there's nothing bad. The everything that dude says in this movie uh-huh. is top notch. Could not have been better. Uh-huh. Um Daniel Daniel Stearns, the guy who plays uh Brickma. Yeah. Um, and he's from uh, Home Alone. Yeah, he's the he plays Marvin Home Alone. Um, he's also in City Slickers. Yeah, he was in like every single um movie during like the late eighties. He's great, uh, great character actor. Fucking great physical hilarious. comedy. Great uh, physical comedy. Like when he gets stuck well, in the hotel door. Uh, let me let me rip through these next few things because after the hot ice, we get this is where. We get the Julie the cat is like, yo, Henry, come sit at me at the lunch table. Um, mm-hmm. and and that's where he's like, dude, talk about the boat, ask her to go for a ride. And then Roger's hitting on the friend, the Tiffany, the friend. Um, mm-hmm. and then he's like, No, I'll ask her when the boat's finished. Um, and so then we cut back to the to Wrigley Field and we have our boy Brickma doing some batting practice and he keeps popping them up and hitting them into his head. <laughs> and this is where you get your favorite line. And he's sitting in the batter's box and he goes, look, the big dog. Eat. Yeah. That's where it is. <laughs> and he keeps popping it up and it hits him in the head. Classic. Um, yeah. This is also really good where Henry comes in because he's a little late and he's like, you're practicing with Stedman today. Also, you're fined $500 for being late. Yeah. He's like, $500. That'll take me five years or that's six <laughs> years allowance. Yeah. That's what he says. Um, and, and this, <laughs> so um, then they do the practice and whatever. It's fine. You know, um, then they cut to the uh, game. This is when Stedman tar- starts taking him under his wing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And like, they're just, they're just doing some practice and then it cuts to the game and he goes in there and he's kind of doing some, some wild stuff again. He's like, go talk to him. And this is where Stedman gives him some solid advice, Brandon. He says, do you have, um, do you have the whole thing? Not the whole thing. He okay. says, um, he says, you got to use your have to, you know, your have to that's uh, and, and, and he walks away and he's like, what the heck oh, was I talking about? You're, you're missing like, the, the, you're, the, the best part is he's talking, the have to, the have to is when, is uh what's he say? It's like in between the fear and the. It? It, it, he basically just says like when you get scared, you got to tap into your have tos. Yeah, you got to tap into your have tos. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. He, Whenever he, you get scared, you got to use he, your have to. He walks away, and it's a it's a good like twenty second not uh, of twenty seconds of him just nonsense. Sp- spilling nonsense, yeah. and then he leaves, and he says to himself, he says, "I don't know what the fuck. What I was the saying. heck was I talking about?" And, Hen- and, and then it cuts to Henry, and Henry is like, "I don't know what the fuck he what was saying." What the heck was he talking about? And then it cuts about? to uh, then he gets back to the bench, and the coaches get, coach goes, "What do you say to him?" You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't. Understand. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's he's like, "What the heck was he talking about?" He's like, "What'd you tell him?" You wouldn't understand. <laughs> and this is where um, he throws the pitch and it gets hit and he covers his uh, head with his okay, glove. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the janitor, um, they get a double play and the janitor gives him his ball back and he's like, yeah. great job, kid. Um, and then they go and it's like uh, John Kennedy's like one out away from back to back saves. And then come on, Hank, cut some cheese, cut some big stinky cheese. Um, and this is where he hits strike one for the first time in his career Boom! strike two knocks the catcher back on his buttocks brandon strike three 
And this is where um, your boy Brickma is like, clean his nose! And then, boom, <laughs> strike three. Uh, and they're celebrating that first strikeout, Brandon. Wow. Amazing. Nailed it, dude. And I'm, and I'm cutting through some stuff, too, because then go through the road trip really quick. This is where the mom, this is, uh, once again, we get another prelude. Mom throws up the Under toss, us. but this time we get a catch. Um, but, uh, my favorite is, uh, your boy Brickma again, and he is talking to, he first, Henry first sits, sits next to Brickma. Um, and he says, hold on. He says, uh, he's giving him advice and he says, uh, I wrap the cake in my vomit bag and voila breakfast. Hey, he's, and then, he's, he's talking about all the free food he steals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to set Henry up for success. And then he says, yeah conservation managing resources that's the key to baseball yep conservation i wrote that down conservation it's all about conservation oh man that's and then this is good and then uh that's when stedman calls him over and he's like best salisbury steak i've ever had on an airplane i call bullshit on that hey henry Henry did the right thing and got chicken tenders but also where's he getting chicken tenders from on a plane they got a fryer back there they're like themselves yeah it's all pre-fried um, but there's there's no such thing as a good Salisbury steak. So even yeah. the best one in your life, I call bullshit on that. <laughs> anyway, so then they they get it kicked off, but that's when they uh, realize that uh, Brickma and Henry they are roomies as they're they they share joined like, rooms. Uh, yeah, yeah, adjoined rooms and uh, uh, adjoined rooms. My bad. Yeah, and and um, did you recognize the bellboy? He's yeah. one of the husbands from Cougar Town. Yeah. He's in a bunch the, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's um I was like, oh, Cougar Town. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's just fucking smiling the whole time at Brickman. He's just oh like, that cre- door creepy, keeps creepy hospitality smile. Uh the door keeps closing and then which I, so I, I had re- I remember having real beef with this um Dude, as a kid that? growing up. Like that the why 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 are we stuck why, in between the two doors? Is why are we mean? leaving that? Why hey, why are there two doors? You just need one door right there. <laughs> but this is so good. And then he gets so Henry closes his door, and then he gets closed in his door, and he is stuck between the two rooms, and Henry is just left. Yeah. So there is there is no one there to let him out. And he um, So my my question is because this is the road he's trip. stuck in there for the whole game. I don't think he gets left there. I just because I well no, assuming- he doesn't he doesn't get left there. My thought is. Is he there for more? It's it's just one day that he's there. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking that maybe that was the first game, and he was there for. He's stuck in there for three days. All three like, games. Three, like all no, because Henry would go back to the room. That's I, true. That's or no, true. but they the way they showed it though, they showed a maid letting him out. So yeah. I'm assuming like later on that day, like the maid came to like tidy up and yeah, that's <laughs> be, best out. case scenario. Yeah, but I. I um, I just imagined him there for like three straight days. Just, but this is this is uh, right after that. Henry gets his first at bat, which is the best part of the whole road trip. In my yeah, opinion. which is um, in insane. Hey, they never showed him taking batting practice. Never, never. And they never, they never even showed him hitting in little league, let alone. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite thing is like, all right, you're going in, and then he's like, stay low. And uh, don't get killed. Yeah, stay low, don't get killed. And then and he's, he's, he steps he's, into the box at the, the farthest top right <laughs> corner. 
the farthest back right How? corner, barely in there, just going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then his mom yeah. going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. As she's listening to it on the radio is fantastic. Yeah. How that picture didn't throw, didn't strike him out, though, is beyond me. And then the the, the fourth There's ball, no he strikes him. He swings after there is, there's still the there's still a strike zone. I I side with the with the pitcher on that where when he's screaming at the ump and he's like just because he's fucking three feet tall doesn't mean there's no strike zone. Like no. come on, um, my if you throw I, it right down the middle, I don't like it's legitimately right down the middle, right in like the sweets like the what normally would be somebody's like midsection. I don't yeah. care if that's above his head. That's a fucking strike. Listen, Brandon. Number one, you're wrong. Number two, yeah. he gets walked, and that's all that. Matters. Well, he's and, he swings at the last one too. Well, that, that he swings so late, Brandon. The ump has already called the walk oh. and pointed uh, well, then, him to first base. Then he should like, have been called over. out. He should have been called out on unsportsmanlike conduct for swinging a bat for no reason. <laughs> and anyways, I, you know what I was, you know what I was base. you know what I was thinking this entire watching this entire movie. Yeah. Um. Where's the pitch clock? They, they, were, <laughs> they needed the pitch clock, but they there's so fi- much so much stuff goes on in between pitches. And you <laughs> this is my favorite because he gets on. They, they could never he, they could never make a movie like this ever again with the pitch clock. It's just, no. It rules it all. All impossible. It's all it's all done. But this is my favorite where he starts talking shit to the pitcher on first base. And he's like, hey, got something <laughs> hanging out of your nose. And and he overthrows him. So he gets to second. Yeah. And that's when he kicks in with like everyone said this. Like we all said this at practice. This got banned multiple times in Little League practice. How do you ban something multiple times? Don't you just ban it once? Well, it got unbanned when pitchers got a big butt. Pitchers got a big butt. You know, new year, new coach, new champ, and uh, get banned all over (laughs) again. But um, it's uh, pitchers got a big butt is classic smack talk. We get another. The pitcher did have a big butt, though. That's for sure. Yeah. And the the pitcher for the daughters in the scene is easily like 65 years old. Oh, right. amazing He's so old <laughs> but but just when you think the trash talk can't get any better brandon we get we want a pitcher not an underwear snitcher i don't i still don't to this day i still don't know what that means dude brandon you know why because you're a fucking underwear snitcher dude all right all right so anyways um, I let's just skip ahead, Brandon, because we've t- taken wildly too long. I got, I got one, two, two things I want to point out. One, the for the road trip, all the airport scenes are fantastic when they're like running yes. through the fucking airport, and yeah. then they get in the limo, and Henry is trying to like wheel and deal a little love, a little love connection between Chet and his mom. Oh, pimping out his mom, very Charlie move, very Charlie move. Uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, let me make you guys a drink. And I couldn't tell if he actually made like a cocktail or if he just poured them straight club soda. I think he just yeah. poured them straight club soda. And like who drink? I that's I thought the same thing of like who just drinks fucking club soda? Like, yeah. Like was he <laughs> some kind of fucking psycho? Yeah. And then he goes, his mom goes, Where'd you learn? Where'd you learn to make drinks? And he goes, The road, baby. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> 
that's good stuff. And then um, I, I'm going to skip way ahead, but like what I'm going to skip over is like you get Stedman kind of stepping in as the love interest and you get Jack getting jealous and like you see Stedman and mom dancing and all that stuff. But I want to jump all the way ahead to the end and the last game. All right, so we got Henry's final game, and it's for all the marbles for the Cubs to make the playoffs in forever. So they, um, so I got, so yeah, it's the last game of the season. And Stedman, it's to, it's against the Mets. It's to win the division. Yep. Um, Stedman on the mound. The what's his name? John Candy, Cliff Murdoch. Not it's not Cliff Murdoch. Is it Cliff Murdoch? I don't know. Could be anybody we want him to be. I, in I got. I have succession on my mind. That's why I was thinking of Murdoch. But <laughs> um, Cliff, whatever his name is, the John Candy, the announcer, he has a line where he says, "If the if they win, then they're in the World Series," which didn't make any sense to me because this is just to get to the playoffs. There's one more at this time. There was the championship series, the NLCS before the World yeah. Series. So that line confused me. The they just kept they kept describing what happens after this game in different ways that I was like, what, what exactly are we playing? Is this the? I I don't know what's going on. It confused. They the fuck were out playing of me. As, to make the playoffs, Brandon. Just uh, it's semantics. All the well, kids I, always do this. And I'm saying, as somebody who like uh, legitimately understands how the playoff structure works in Major League Baseball, the way they were describing it confused used me i imagine it, it, it was driving other people insane because they're like what is happening i didn't really pay any attention to it because i knew he wasn't going to play after that anyway so who gives a shit spoiler he he does play though doesn't he no he well he this is his so, so i got so at, at, he was going to retire the, after that game no matter what wasn't he's he? going to retire at the, the season? at the end of the end of the season oh, the season includes the playoffs. this ended up being his last game because well so i got I, at, at, at the end we'll get to the end because i got questions about this at the but end this, all right well this is what stedman is on the mound he's pitching he's pitching he's pitching it's this no is longer all, time also for we've, him to we've, during the the part we skipped we also forgot to mention that the owner is trying to ice out stedman yeah he was trying to get rid of him and then so the and so him starting was the coach going against the owner and being like, yeah. hey, you're my boy. Go win yeah. this for me. Yeah. Last one, baby. Um, and but Henry is running out to go relieve Stedman and he uh oh it's like what that? the eighth eighth inning or seventh yeah. inning, something like that. Something like um, that. Or no, it might be yeah, whatever it is. But we see it, yeah, it's, no, it's it might not be the ninth. ninth. It's not no, the ninth. Because they, I think they do two innings, and then the ninth is when Hito comes up. But Stedman, um, like ruins his arm. He, yeah, he he says he felt it. He felt it go um, tagging a dude out at home. Well, he blew he he blew the shoulder before he blew it on the throw, and then mm-hmm. that's why he, that's why he had to go tag him because he couldn't throw it to home because he blew out his shoulder. So that's right. That's right. He ran and tagged the guy out at home, saving a run. Yeah. And then he goes to the bench and he's like, I'm done. I can't do it. Like I, and the coach is like, no, you're, you're my, you're my boy. You can do this. And he's like, no, I legit, like I, my shoulder's done. I'm legitimately. And that's I'm where we get Henry. Yep. And then, Henry, the day. and then we see the baseball sitting there though. And dun, so he comes dun, out and he slit same, he, the same exact way. Of course. Yep. Same exact slow motion fall. Um, I, I looking back, like watching this back, I hated this part. I loved it. Cause then he's like, Oh no, my arm's out. And then his mom's like, Oh no, his arm's out. Cause I think it would have been, 
I think it would have been just as, um, or even more. I just, I think it would have been better instead of having him fall the same exact fucking way. Yeah. Um, that that if you just like, because they were talking about tendons and everything, and yeah. if you just have him like the tendons throw, like, throw got it out, loosened again, yeah, and just have him like well, with Stedman where he throws it in his arm, he's like, oh fuck, my arm's out. No, um, this is better. instead of having him slip up in the air. But uh, I mean, better. again. The the slow the slow mo scenes again with him falling are fantastic. Listen, Brandon, I completely they do the disagree. they do the I'm zoom not, in on everybody's face. I'm not oh. gonna spend I'm not gonna oh. spend a lot of time on why you're wrong on this, but I'm just saying I'm I'm just gonna say I disagree. I think this the, I just think I think, I, I think, I think doing it doing it the exact circle. same way. I think it's lazy, is what it is. It's called it's called that's, going, that's coming a, that's full a, circle, Brandon. That's a game, that's a game changers move, is what that is. It's coming all the way around back to the beginning, and here we are. We are resetting back from whence we came. But yeah, he actually became a solid baseball player in this time. For him to be clumsy again doesn't make any sense. It's a game changers it's, move. It's, it's a game changers bullshit move, is what it is. Uh Brandon, I just all right. So, anyways, long story short. He loses his arm and he starts intentionally walking the dude. And everyone is like, Henry WTF. And he's like, huddle up, bang, listen here. I got a you plan. saw the slip, you saw the fall, the arm's out, but I got a plan. What is plan number one, Brandon? Uh, it's ball what... trick. Dude, these fucking trick plays, dude. <laughs> dude. It wouldn't the... be a it wouldn't be a 90s kids movie, kids sports movie without some trick plays. Yeah. yeah, and the janitor absolutely crushes the hidden ball trick. Like it's that could not have been pulled off without the janitor doing what he does best, and that is just deceiving everyone constantly. Yep. Yeah. yeah so they, he walks one guy, does the hidden ball trick, gets him out. Boom. One out. Yep. This is this is the top of the ninth right now. Yep. Next, I think we're uh, we're only we're only up one run, right? I believe I think it's two yes. to one. Yes. Yeah. So and the second second guy comes up and guess what he does again? He he starts walking him. Yep. Intentional walk to first base, but this time he starts to mock him and toss the ball. This up. is this is this is the moment where I was like, we need a pitch clock because he <laughs> dares the runner. He throws he's not even paying. He's, he's legit not even paying attention to the batter. He's just he's off of the mound. Staring at the runner at first base. I, I dare you to run. I dare you to run. And then he goes <laughs> to throw it up as high as possible, fakes him out, and somehow he runs and he catches up to this grown man with major. Actually, I don't know how he's, he's as fast as that grown man. Yeah. And and tags him out. Boom. Two out. Boom, boom, boom. Here comes your boy, the big hoss himself. Hito. Final Hito. And for strike one, wait, cranks. did we, did we, is this, did we already get to where he pulls the, the mid apart and sees the name? Yes. No, 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 no. Not I think yet. it's, I that, think it's, is it, is it in the middle of Hito? Yeah. Okay, it happens okay. right before the last pitch because gotcha. okay. he does the first pitch, I think. And Hito, is it the first pitch where he cranks the home run? No, the first pitch he throws it so slow that it th- it throws Hito. Oh, it's off. A, they're like a changeup. Yeah, he threw yeah, a yeah. changeup. Yeah, and then the second second with- one, he does the he cranks it and he goes uh he hits it and he goes see ya and then it yeah. goes foul. <laughs> yeah, cranks the foul ball. Henry is nervous and 
looks at his mom and his mom points at the glove and he pulls the thing aside and he says, Oh, my Lanta, my mom well, was the baseball player. That- yeah. So, so the, so a little pre- preface here throughout the movie, you got to give context here. He throughout right, the movie, gosh. throughout the movie, you get tidbits of how his dad was a, a pitcher. His dad was a great yeah. baseball player. His dad was a pitcher and you think he has his dad's glove. Yes. So then we get to this point, the little tape or whatever comes off and it has his mom's name written in the glove. And he realizes his mom his, was the his pitcher. mom was the pitcher all along. And then the lob toss that hold on. Yeah, it all comes full circle with the with because, the lob toss. Yeah, comes. wait, hold on. Um, Phil Brickma way before when he she tosses the sunscreen, he goes, Hey, your mom's got a pretty good arm. I haven't seen the floaters uh, pitch since Scruffy McGee. Scruffy McGee, dude. I'm fucking Scruffy McGee. Yeah. All so right, and so he's he's making eye contact with his mom. Yeah. And they're having like a like a silent wait, well, conversation. There. They're they're having a conversation. They're talking to each other. I don't know how they can hear each other because they're both whispering. <laughs> they're it's <laughs> called reading lips, Brandon. God, that's from that far away. Easy. That's some, that's some great eyesight. I couldn't I couldn't read lips from that far away, easy. even with my glasses. Easy, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So that that's yeah. That's how, that's when he's like, okay, I can float this motherfucker. Yeah, just like and Scruffy then, McGee. Yeah, and. Your boy is just licking his chops at that bad boy, but in the end, he's, he's literally, like much, literally licking his chops. Much like Charlie, he swings, he misses, he gives. It was that a terrible, a cold. It was a terrible swing, honestly. He, I expected better from Hito. That was a rough swing. Uh, but anyway, and strike three, done. He's out. Game over. And long story short, um, happy ending. So I got a question. So that was, so here's, here's my questions about what's going on. So Stedman's out, right? Stedman, who was, um, I'm not going to say he was their best pitcher because he didn't start opening day. The other dude did, but we'll say he was what their two or two or three starter, right? He's done. He's out. Stedman's done. I assume Henry's out with injury too. He can't, he can't floater his, his way through the fucking that playoffs. Was the, that was the end of the game. Yeah, but now we're on the playoffs. They won the division. We're oh. in the playoffs. So I'm assuming Henry's done. Henry's injured, right? He's not playing in any yeah, playoff Henry's games out. because he can't. Yeah, he can't win a. He can't. He can't continue to do the floater throughout the playoffs. People are going to get wise. Well, the, gonna, yeah, the, Brandon. They don't talk about it afterwards because the Cubs go on to get absolutely destroyed. No, in no the first because game it, of the playoffs. No, well, so that's my thing. Is you lose? Oh wait, lose. they win the World Series. He shows they? the that's he shows right. the ring. That's right, the, the end, World Series ring, which means right. they won the World Series. So my question is: without Who's Stedman and without Henry, how the fuck did they win? Because we've <laughs> we've established before Henry got there, they were the worst team in the league. I don't get how Brandon, the because you don't have Stedman, no Stedman, no Henry. How did they win the World Series? Brandon, 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 you don't and shit about and the, the scene the scene where he's in Little League and he at at the at the end he's in Little League and he shows the ring. He's still wearing jeans while he's playing Little League, <laughs> and he, the, he couldn't he couldn't afford baseball pants now. He's a wearing, goddamn Major League Baseball player. Wearing a World Series ring on your throwing hand during a game? Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> well, it's not his throwing hand. He's right-handed. But still, in your glove hand, even more dumb. Like, wearing yeah. a World Series ring while playing? <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so dumb. But I just I would I would I would love to have a sequel where we figure out how they won the World Series. I would not. I would not love that at all. All right, let's wrap this up, Brandon. Do you have any final thoughts on this excellent, amazing movie? Shout out to Julie the Cat for being the apple of Henry. So, Ju- Julie the Cat is the reason we do this movie. She yeah. probably has 10 minutes of screen time yep. and two lines. Top. I think she has two lines. But a but a very very key piece of the movie. Without I mean, she's the she's the love interest. Yeah, you know? without the love interest, this story does not move. Yeah. Oh wait, um, we have to give a cakey rating. Done. All right, Brandon, give it your cakey rating. Out of five, right? Yeah, out of five. I'm gonna go. It's in the fours for sure. Yep. I'm gonna say like four point. Three. That's good. I'm gonna go four three. It's I, it's it's great. There's probably a few things I would change. Um, like I mentioned, like I don't like the him falling the exact same way. I would tweak that. But four three, top to bottom, very little complaints. Incredibly entertaining all the way through. Yeah, super rewatchable. Like that's a that's it that's held up. That, it it holds well. up. Like, yeah. like 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 we said, there's there's no real it real inappropriate stuff. So it, it aged well. It aged fine. Yeah, um, it's, I, I the that's acting why I, is the acting's great. So that holds up too. I was gonna give it, and it, we are for the first time ever. We're basically at the exact same because I was gonna say four point four one. Oh, okay. I like to get real granular, but that's mine. Point four one for rookie of the year. I as I started watching it, I forgot how much I watched this as a kid. Yeah. Like I completely forgot. Like, and the uh oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? But the pitching coach, that yeah, guy Dan- was Br- Brickma, Daniel Daniel Stern. Yeah, Brickma was my absolute favorite part of the whole movie the pitchers yeah. got a big butt the we need a pitcher not an underwear snitcher like that's hot the, hot ice dude the high stinky limburger like dude, there was some stuff that like oh, you know stuck in my there, childhood another one-liner that i that i just remembered is from the mom it's when they're when she's beating up jack and she kicks him out and she legit punches him and throws him out of the house. And then she comes back inside and her and Henry are like pumped up on adrenaline. And they're like, yeah, that was so cool. So cool. And his, his mom looks at Henry and goes, that was so awesome. Maybe I should have killed him. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. I like when she said that, I was like, Whoa, yeah. that's, Damn. that's intense. That's good. So, that's, all right. the, that's the kind of energy I'm looking for though. He's, yeah, ex- I love it. All right. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, listeners. Rookie of the Year, ultimate rewatchable children's just, sports movie. Just some great, funky, butt loving good stuff. <laughs>
Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>